Minnesota is now set to deliver new health for pregnant people and their children. Dr. Nathan Chomolo, medical director for the state of Minnesota with Medicaid and Minnesota Care Programs, joins us this morning. What does this mean for families who have been struggling uh, with trying to pay for health care, sir? Good morning. Uh, good morning, Freddie. Thank you so much for having me back. Yeah, I think you know this is a really important step and a win for Minnesota families, offering us an opportunity to make progress on some of the serious disparities we do see in maternal and infant um, uh, postpartum or you know outcomes that happen after baby arrives. Um, you know, before this, uh, 60 days was what the federal government required all Medicaid programs to offer in coverage. Uh, President Biden's American Rescue Plan Act gave states the option to extend that to 12 months. And so Governor Tim Walz, uh, Lieutenant Governor Peggy Flanagan, put that forth in 2021, um, and the legislature approved it. Um, and so now 7,000 birthing persons, 7,000 moms, after they uh, give birth on Medicaid, they will continue to have coverage for a whole year. Well, we're talking with Dr. Nathan Chomolo. We're talking about extended coverage for people on medical assistance and getting coverage for their children going from 60 days to 12 months. Is this a comment on trying to bridge the gap with disparities, health disparities in the state of Minnesota? Yeah, yeah, I think, and I think it's also, you know, an acknowledgement that you know, traditionally, uh, you know, care after giving birth has kind of focused on just one or two visits, you know, six to eight weeks afterwards. But there's really been a shift to emphasize that that care is an ongoing process. It re- typically requires multiple visits and care that can really, you know, follow up that can really last a year or sometimes even longer. And we know that, you know, disruptions in coverage uh, from folks on Medicaid um disproportionately impact our communities, our black, American Indian, and Hispanic uh, communities. Uh, And so this is really one of those ways to address some of the disparities we see, particularly in postpartum deaths, uh, which we do know disproportionately impact uh, our black mothers, our black uh, birthing persons. So what about uh, chronic health conditions? Does this extension address itself to that, Dr. Chomolo? So we, we do know that you know uh, one of the re- issues with uh, increasing uh, mortality or death after birth is things like suicide. Um, it's things like access to uh, management for you know diabetes or other chronic health uh, um, uh, needs, or even just counseling on um, how to get resources you know, for themselves and and, and for the, the newborn infant. Uh, and so this really does again uh, allow that relationship to get set up during pregnancy to continue, uh, allow for a period of transition, um, for, you know, moms and birthing persons to have coverage that isn't dependent on a job and getting back to work and so potentially having, helping them uh, increase time with bonding and in recovery. Um, and so really, it, it has been shown to really help decrease a lot of these chronic health issues. So how is the state getting this information out to parents who are on Medicaid? And if you're on Medicaid, do you need to do anything special in order to get the extended coverage? Great question. Uh, so, no, you don't need to do anything uh, extra to get the coverage. Right now, we're still in the federal public health emergency, so no one is being um, kicked off of their Medicaid coverage unless they ask to or they uh, leave. Uh, the state. Uh, and so right now, there won't be any needs to do anything. And, and certainly, um, you know, once this goes into effect and the federal, federal public health emergency ends, 
um, moms and birthing persons won't have to do anything extra. Uh, you know, but we are you know getting the information out through um, a piece ahead of the Minnesota Spokesman Recorder to let folks know that this is now uh, part of getting your resources in Minnesota. Um, we also have our uh, Integrated Care for High Risk Pregnancies program. So that's a program that my predecessor started in 2015 that really is focused on African American women and birthing persons, uh, American Indian women and birthing persons. And so that, that's uh, operated out of some of our grantees uh, for our African-American project. It's called Healthy Black Pregnancies, and that's operated out of North Point, Open Cities, Minnesota Community Care, and African-American Babies Coalition. Um, and, and so they are getting the word out as well to make sure that, you know, when you get your care there, that you're uh, uh, in the loop. But, yeah, this is something that, you know, uh, hopefully is more you know, behind the scenes that, that folks don't have to jump through hoops to get, uh, but they just need to experience the benefits. What else can we expect to come down the line to help parents who really can't help themselves as well as they would like to? You, we were, we're talking about the healthy families. You mentioned the North Point information. Is there anything else that we can expect or that the legislature is working on that uh, these families can look forward to, sir? Yeah, yeah, the, the Healthy Black Pregnancies program through ITERP uh, um, did get uh, an expanded expansion in funding in 2021 as well, and so um, and so they'll they'll be continuing to grow and offer more services because it was initially kind of just uh, funded at a pilot level uh, to to uh, see how we could put together a model of care that was led by the community, designed by the community, um, and and we've seen that it's improved outcomes, improved uh, workforce development, and so we're seeing more doulas and uh, community health workers that uh, have a special training um, and, and we've looked to do other things to that uh, 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 to help with more doulas that can serve our Medicaid enrollees as well um, and looking at uh, ways to support community health workers and so you know the hope is with the, the upcoming session and the funds to, that we have to, to spend that we'll be making more investments in children and families and particularly at this really crucial part uh, around uh, the arrival of a new one. Well said, Dr. Nathan Chomolo, Medical Director for the state of Minnesota, focusing on Medicaid and Minnesota care programs. A final thought, a final question, just changing topics radically here. Uh, you led the charge and gave direction to uh, all things COVID for quite some time for the state of Minnesota. Are you comfortable with the new CDC guidelines that virtually take all the restrictions away from people who have COVID, social distancing, uh, quarantining and all the rest of it. What is your comment on that? And are, are we really that safe right now? Do we have that type of herd mentality with 95% of people being vaccinated or having the antigens? Yeah, so it's, it's, a, it's a really complicated uh, um, situation we find ourselves in because there's a lot of what we call mixed immunity. Folks who've gotten um, all their shots, including the boosters, folks that have gotten just one or two shots, Folks that have gotten COVID um, once or twice, but maybe they got it, you know, way early in the pandemic, and now they're really not protected that much against some of these new variants. Um, and so, I, I was disappointed in the CDC moving back when we, we're still seeing hundreds of people a day, uh, you know, dying to this disease. Um, and as, I think uh, we've moved a little bit too far to the in kind of individual responsibility instead of some of these kind of simple shared policies we could do around masking, um, around distancing. Um, and, and then this is all coming in a time where both Congress 
Um, and our state legislature didn't give us the funding uh, that we had in the, early in the pandemic to really do some of uh, the you know outreach and engagement with folks and support to places like schools. Um, so, so, so I think you know it, it was really a head scratcher to me some of the steps that they chose to take. I know that you know I go to public places. I'm still going uh, you know to be masked and going in and doing my errands. Um, we're talking to our son as he gets studies for kindergarten about um, you know. Uh, needing to wear a mask at times. Um, and so we're, I, I think, you know, the, the guidance wasn't as clear. It wasn't as focused on the overall public. We do have lots of tools. You know, we have vaccinations. We have medication. Um, folks can wear masks in places. But I think, you know, some part of public health is kind of doing some of these broader things for everyone, not just for yourself. All right. Doctor, we got to leave it right there. It's great uh, reconnecting with you after a few uh, weeks of not being able to talk. But thank you for the information this morning. If we're looking for more details, especially on the extended coverage for people on medical assistance, how can we get that information? Yeah, if you go to uh, the Department of Human Services uh, page, uh, Minnesota.gov um, uh, uh, um, and, and uh, DHS or Department of Human Services, you should be able to find more information. Um, uh, Minsure is always a good place to look uh, for health care coverage as well, M-N-S-U-R-E. Um, so, uh, so check out those uh, opportunities. And then uh, if there's other needs you have in your family, uh, housing, child care, Food, um, MN Benefits, M-N-B-E-N-E-F-I-T-S, uh, is a good place to check out and what you might be eligible for. All right. Dr. Tomalo, thanks for being with us this morning. Thanks so much again, Freddie. You guys take care. You too.